Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. We got Monica known as Hey Monia. Monica <laughs> Monia, whatever it is, whatever you want to go by. How are you? Hello. Hello, everyone. I'm I'm fine. I'm actually having a great day because I finished moving to the new apartment. So I'm super excited. And this is like a cherry on a, on the top of the cake, this podcast. So uh, it's a very GTO day, I must say. <laughs> I, I love it. Well, tell us a little bit. Where are you? What What is, uh, where are you moving from? Are you moving cities or just locations? No, no. I'm just changing apartments. I live currently in Vienna which is Austria. I am in Europe. Uh, I come from Poland originally, and I've just changed the apartment. I, I'm exploring the different part of the city. I'm still in the center, but it's just like on a different district. It's just like the, the other side of the of the center. So uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it in here. <laughs> I, I love it. And, and so what is, give us a little bit of background. I mean, a lot of people on Twitch are going to know who you are. They're going to have seen your stream, but for some that might not know, I, I don't need the whole life story, but give me a little background where you're from, where you grew up and what got you into poker. All right, so let's start from scratch. Uh, so my name is Monica, like we've already <laughs> uh, established. Um, I come from Poland. Uh, I have master degree in pharmacy, which is pretty crazy, uh, as many people think. Uh, I play poker professionally for just a couple of years. I am not one of those people who started 10 years ago. I am still pretty, pretty fresh uh, in this environment. Uh, and so, yeah, I'm just trying... I don't know. I'm nervous a little bit and I got lost. So I said that I'm from Poland. I said that I have an education, like educational background in pharmacy and I'm a poker player. I'm streaming on Twitch and I am also the part of a great team pro. And it's been a crazy way to actually get there because I've never won any WSOP bracelet. I've never won any like a huge, huge tournament live tournament, which is probably the, the pattern that all of the pros are having. Uh, but these days, this model is probably a little bit different. Like you can like get to the team online, just like be an online pro and be present on Twitch, uh, which is pretty awesome. And I am just one of those, those lucky people. I mean, well, lucky. I put some heart and work on it. So yeah, let's, uh, yeah. On. let's let's don't you know don't sell yourself short here monica it's yeah i know <laughs> how did you get into poker you know you've worked your way up and you are an, you're one of the ambassadors for for party poker we all, obviously both share that uh, it's a great place great team and you know it's it, it's cool to be represent and do something you love and be uh represented for so um you know yeah tell me a bit like how did that start when did okay. you start, start playing poker <laughs> so first of all i got into poker uh i don't know when i was 20 ish or so uh i just had this friend in high school who was playing poker and uh you know when you're a high school kid you don't basically have much money uh you're trying to you know make it somehow basically you just have some like weird jobs and i had this one friend who was playing poker which was so strange for me because he was not really good at at school i, I was nerd i always had like a great uh, like super like really good uh grades and i was like how's that how's that working i never questioned that poker is not a game of skill i was like yeah poker must be a game of skill he's doing great so i will definitely crush this game like that was my understanding back then so ever since uh, i i don't know i i got introduced to this idea of, of poker like, i was just like oh my god i need to try it one day so uh back in the days when poker was still legal in poland uh one of the poker platforms were uh advertising themselves they were organizing Oh, I think you hit mute, Monia. You hit the mute button, I think. 
Or is it muted on my end? Uh-oh. Come on, Monia. This isn't your first podcast. Is it what's going on here? Is that maybe I did that? Uh-oh. We're live, guys. We can't restart this. This this happened. I, it looks like it's hers. It could have been me. Uh, I did have internet issues earlier. You're back. What happened? Come on, Monica. You're a professional. What what was that? It's strange. I was just, I don't know. I probably pulled the cable from my headphones wow. and then it happened, but I don't know how is that connected to the bottom of my screen, but I'm yeah. Technologically challenged. So whenever there's any type of issue, I assume it's me, but I did see it pop up on the screen that it was like muted for you. So oh, uh, it's, it's great that you reacted because that happens like on every single stream I have, because I have this tendency to mute myself just because like I drink a lot of water. So when I drink, I mute myself just so like nobody hear it because I don't know, I don't like it my, uh, myself. And then yeah. I forget to turn it on. So it happens all the time, all the time. I want to hear time. about your poker store, but I want to know first before I forget, speaking of water, doing you muting, like if you have any embarrassing Twitch moments, like anything kind of like you forgot <laughs> you were alive and said something or you just like, Whatever. Who knows? Something silly. That, like, is there anything that happened to you that you're kind of like? Oh, oh my god! I set my apartment on fire. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the story. Yes, I said wow. like I I had like a window on my right, and I put some candles on it. I wanted to create some nice atmosphere, uh, you know, candles, evening, la la la. I mean, I love candles. I'm a girl, and you know, once I got to the break, I, I had a hoodie on my on my chair. So when I stood up, I shifted that the chair like straight to the flame. So like within five minutes, like the whole hoodie was just on fire. I was obviously not in the room. I was like, yeah, I got my five minutes of a break. I'm just gonna enjoy it. And my phone was ringing. Uh, like everyone was trying to let me know but i didn't care I my five minutes of the break so when i came back to the room like everything was on fire and, and i even still have that video on my youtube like first of all i wanted to delete everything because i was just so embarrassed but then i was like yeah it was just an accident like nothing to be embarrassed uh, or ashamed of so uh yeah that's probably the worst story i have and it happened when i was live so um, wow that's pretty beat that's that pretty, that's pretty <laughs> yeah. epic. when was that how, how deep oh i was Back in the days, I was streaming in Polish, so that was a Polish stream. So that was like years ago, probably like four years ago, I think. I know. That's I pretty know. crazy. That is, that is, that's I think nobody crazy. can beat this. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, if I was so long. Did you notice me. it or did Twitch like someone say in the chat you're 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 on? Fire. And they were trying to call me because some some of my friends were watching and they were trying to call me, but I didn't react because I was having my break. I was like, I'm not touching my phone when I have a break. And then it's just yeah, I just came back to the room after five minutes. If I was home alone, like the, the apartment would be on fire, but luckily I was not, so we managed to put the fire down. But it's it's a crazy, crazy. story. Uh, that is pretty yeah. crazy. Wow, I, I, that was that was more exciting than I thought, and I'm glad. <laughs> so, so tell me again how you got you were you were getting into poker. You know, was it was it just right place, right time? You said a friend, you saw someone was crushing. This was at yes, or, yes, or yes. No, that was in the high school because I had this friend who created an account on his mom. So we were teenagers basically, and he had a lot of money. And uh, back in the days, I was like, a, I was a nerd. I had like great uh, grades, and he was not really good as like at maths at school so I was like how is that possible so if he's doing this good at poker like I'll be doing even better like that was my understanding and like from that moment I just wanted to try to uh, try to play so I was looking for the opportunity and during the summer like one of the poker rooms were having some I don't know promotion they were inviting tourists uh, to play live sit and go because they had like a like, normal tables on the beach so I was like oh great this is a chance this is my chance they have cars they have chips they will like tell me they uh, introduce me to the rules and yeah that, this is where it begins I I met uh, I made some friends like during that summer because I was coming back every single day to play that sit and go on the beach um so that was my beginning but then I well 
then the summer was over and I needed to go back to school. I decided I wanted to be a scientist all of my life. And this is what I was pursuing um, for like a couple of years. But and poker was my hobby for a very long time. That's true. But then when I graduated, I, I don't know, I decided to, to, to take a gap year after after graduation. And uh, well, this gap year just never, never ended. Like I really thought it's just a year, year of poker career. And, and how did your parents feel about this and friends? Like when you said, OK, I'm playing poker as a hobby, whatever. But then when you like the gap year became didn't go back right away. Did you have a conversation? Did you kind of just like segue uh, into it? Or did you say, hey, you know, parents, mom, dad, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to be a poker player. How did that go down? Uh, they were actually really proud. I mean, they really wanted me to graduate because uh, during during that university time, I was like already traveling to Czech Republic, to Rosvadov, to all those like places. And they were really crossing their fingers for me to graduate. So once I did it, they were like, just come and after I graduated, I got a sponsorship from BetSafe that like they don't even have a poker in their offer anymore. Uh, so I got the sponsorship. So for me, it was just a great chance. And it was like another sign from the heaven that, oh my God, this is this is what I was supposed to be doing. Uh, so yeah, they were not really worried because I had this like sponsorship, which was really safe. Uh, so they were like, kind of happy my mom still thinks that i will like do something i, I actually personally don't know maybe maybe one day i'll just come back to the pharmaceutical world maybe not uh we'll see but at this very moment uh, i feel support from the from them and uh it's pretty cool it's pretty cool i'd never had like a huge fight with them about poker so yeah that that, that is uh that is that is that's nice because when you have support <laughs> of your parents and that's that's one of the things that you, were you did you know they would be super accepting or were you kind of nervous about it when you were sort of looking like oh because i mean it's not conventional <laughs> certainly you know women in poker obviously oh, yeah. like, you talk about this is not it's not a very common thing you know it's one thing for for a male and their parents still maybe not so sure it's they think gambling and risk and yes. it's not the traditional but then you take women and that's such a even smaller number they're doing they're doing professionally you know i just would i would imagine that that that's a little more difficult conversation for, for oh, it's whatever. true. At the beginning, it was uh, it was actually a struggle at the beginning because I was young and obviously my parents were imagining that I am joining some games in the basement where everyone's smoking cigarettes and drinking whiskey. This is what, how they picture it. And the thing that really helped me was to show them the pictures because I was joining some festival in Rosvadov and I just showed them pictures of people who are actually participating in those poker, poker tournaments. So this is, this is where they actually uh, come down. And I also had some friends uh, who would travel with me to, to Rosvadov and all the other places. And I simply introduce those friends to my parents, like, hey, those are my friends. This is with whom I'm traveling, this is with whom I'm spending my time. And my friends were pretty awesome. They were like, don't worry, uh, Miss Rukovic, um, we will take care of Monica. And they were really taking care of me. And like, I was pretty, I was pretty safe. So uh, I never had this moment that I, I don't know, was lying or, or something. No, I was just pretty open. Like this is this is what it is. Like it's 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 not what TV is trying to sell at this sell us this story about like dark casinos and guns on the table. So right. yeah. Yeah. And and yeah. was your what what was your were you nervous all yourself? Like when you started traveling a bit for poker? I mean the excitement and the feeling and was this like you know, it's kind of crazy, right? Like to go, you're going to Vegas, you're going to different places (laughs) in the world and you're traveling around and now you get, you get sponsored. Like, was it for you a bit overwhelming ever? Or were you just, like you said, you had good, good friends, good group, and you just kind of surrounded by people that made it really comfortable. Uh, To be honest, the beginnings were absolutely overwhelming because, um, 
I was, I was really shy. I used to be super shy and I had this fear to perform, to speak in public. I, that was my huge, huge issue. And this is how I actually got into the social media poker, poker world because I didn't even like care about Facebook. I was like so shy. And, but yeah, I just wanted to play poker. So I was playing poker. So I was pretty known in the Polish community. And this way I got invited to the commentary booth of some EPT because back in the days there was a Polish commentary booth in Warsaw. So I got invited as a female poker player and I was like, "Mm, okay, let's do it. So I, oh my God, I still, I still remember that day because I haven't said a single word for like three hours. I'm not even joking. I didn't say a single word for three hours and both of the other commentators were just like, yeah, like whatever, GG, she will not say a word. And after three hours, I was like, okay, let's just, let's just do this. And this is how I actually started speaking and I broke through my fear of uh, performing in public and then they invited me again and again and again and this is how this started then I was just asked uh, by some Polish poker website to create some blogs for them so it was like step by step but this first performance that I ever had was the most overwhelming and terrifying moment in my poker career and I will never forget (laughs) I was just Oh my God. I'm like, I have a sweaty hands when I think about it, even though like every single day right now, I'm just talking, talking, talking. This is my job right now. But like a few years ago, I that was, oh my God, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep if someone would tell me that. Is it, is it, yeah. is it hard to picture yourself now that you're like, you look at yourself, you stream, you're, you're streaming on Party Boys channel. You have your own Twitch channel. You have a YouTube channel. We can kind of scroll over here. And again, I want to invite you guys to <laughs> get a, a ticket here, courtesy of Party Poker and uh, Monia. We're going to, hey, Monia, we're going to go ahead and, and do that. At the end, we're going to do that. So that's kind of fun. You guys have an opportunity <laughs> to do that. But does it looking now at uh, looking back, does it kind of crazy to think that you're streaming because you you're said you're a little scared of public speaking and now you're speaking for hours uh, is that kind of like did you ever believe that to be true no no someone would tell me like 10 years ago i mean twitter is actually not my main social media platform because i don't know actually how to use twitter like i try but i really don't know i still struggle with this platform uh so i'm probably the most active on instagram uh well, I need, yeah. I, listen, I got to teach you. You need to hit the retweet button because, look, we're live and people don't know this. I'm looking oh, at no. Come on now. Don't be an amateur. Okay. Staff. I have a coaching. I'm going to give a 5X <laughs> bonus because I'm going to do a giveaway. And if you happen to be the one that, com- that retweet wins the giveaway, I'm going I'm gonna to 5X. <laughs> Uh, the giveaway. Can I actually? And, and can I actually too. I'm gonna award. You're gonna get the ticket plus five other people will get one on top. So we'll give a bonus <laughs> for that, Monia. Come on now. Let's social. Okay. Okay. I retweeted. Get the. the we're on Twitch. We're on, our, we're on our home platform. We're we're both team party poker. Let's get the energy out yeah, there. Yeah, we we're home. Get, all right. Let's do the channel. Let me ask you about this. You got videos. You got highlights. Uh, when did you start doing this? And and how are you actually editing? Do you have an editor? What's your process on the YouTube channel? Oh, actually, I've started the YouTube channel just a year ago. So, you know, it's still also like super fresh because my problem is I've started um, my Twitch career in a weird way because, I, like I said earlier, I was sponsored by BetSafe. I was working with some Polish poker website and I always streamed on their channels. I've never streamed on my own channel, which is pretty strange, but this is how I got into that world. And yeah, this is what I was doing. And then I got hired by Party Poker. So I was streaming on their channel again. So uh, I, I don't know. I started focusing on my Twitch 
Twitch, Twitch channel, Twitch, Twitch place, uh, just like two years ago. And even though I've been streaming like more than this, uh, so same about, same about YouTube right now, I am having editors hired by party booker and they're taking care of this. They're creating highlights, um, thumbnails and yeah, I just need to click some buttons and upload it. Sometimes I just need to provide them some ideas on like what kind of thumbnail I would like to have. And that's it. And that's it. So yeah. It's going really smooth. Then party booker is like super supportive in this. Yeah, it's, uh, it is nice. We got a we got a great team, and and you know, shout out to Vadim and Colette and everyone there, and Jamie. We have a we got a nice thing going, and and you know, it's interesting because we party poker has pulled back. So I think part of the the interesting process about online has been the journey of what's legal and not. You know, I'm I'm with us. A lot of it basically shut down now. New Jersey has party poker. I think Pennsylvania, Michigan passed, and they're 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 kind of moving that way. Poland, which is your native country, has pulled out recently, which is a big blow actually to to party poker. A big blow to uh, the the player pool, and you know it's a it's a it's a pretty nice community of poker in Poland, and a lot of good good Polish players, and then just people that like to play there. How big of a news and and how big of a change was that for you? And when did that happen recently? I think it was like last year, end of last year, where Poland pulled out, which was a pretty significant blow to the uh, platform. So, uh, oh yeah, people love the game. People people in Poland they just love poker. Uh, I don't know, maybe forbidden fruit just tastes better, and this is why everyone is so into this game. But also, Poland is like uh, a super cheap country. It's just this is what makes poker even more attractive because you don't need to win that much to actually be a professional poker player. That's why this, this profession is just so attractive to so many people, uh, including myself, because even with the title of the pharmacist and this, this education, I, I wouldn't make actually that much money. And like, I don't know if I would take a job in the, in the drugstore, like it wouldn't be crazy money. It would be probably like, I don't know, 700 euros at like full starters. And this is Poland. But then again, everything is just so cheap. So this, this is why poker is just so popular in Poland. Um, and for me, well, I already lived in Austria, so it wasn't such a huge punch for me because I was already secured. I don't have a Polish account. I didn't want to feel like I'm a criminal. You know, that was the my biggest issue because I've been I've been doing that publicly, and I know that I don't know not everyone might like me. Maybe there are some haters. Maybe there are some people who don't wish me uh, anything good. And I just wanted to feel safe. I didn't want to feel like I'm doing what I love, and I at the same time I feel like I'm a criminal. That's why I I've been living in the different countries and I've been moving around. So once party booker. Oh, we lost you muted. Okay, I know how this would work. I'm just like playing with the cable from my headphones and this is where uh, I just, you know, mute myself. So, okay, I'm, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to take something else and I'll be playing with this. Okay, and not, not a cable. Okay. <laughs> so coming back to Poland and... Um, Mm, and party booker obviously it's pretty painful because it was still nice to be able to visit my parents and be able to to play or even stream but on a daily basis um yeah i already live here so it's it's not that bad but but it's definitely uncomfortable and, and is that something you believe that's going to get regulated again like is that something that not be is it the tax issue and they might they're like working on it do you have any idea on the legislation or is it just kind of like no no just they just you know closed off not sure when it might come back <laughs> Oh, the politic political scene in Poland is just terrifying. And I got tilted when I'm even thinking about like uh, Polish politics. So I don't really believe it will be regulated. I used to believe that maybe one day someone will try, or maybe I'm going to be this person who will be uh, an activist and I'll just try to change it. But um, I'm like following the political scene of Poland right now. And I'm just terrified. It's just so corrupted and I don't believe it will 
turn around, which is such a shame. I, oh, I'm just so sad when I'm thinking about that. So I am pretty pessimistic on that. There were already people who were trying, uh, some organizations, they were speaking with politics and they just didn't listen. It's just such a pity because, um, that was in 2009, they were trying to regulate uh, slots machine because uh, at some point there were like slots machine on every single corner of, of the street and uh, so poli- politics were like yeah slots machine poker that's the same so they just put everything to the one box and just forbid everything like no one was actually like running an investigation what are they doing no it's they're just like yeah whatever it's just poker slots machine man and, no I don't, I don't believe anyone will ever spend extra time to actually regulate that so what what is your what is the, the what is a give me a little bit of um, info about Poland? I actually only really have one person I know from there. I've heard a bit, but I, I don't think it's one of those countries that gets uh, a ton of. I mean, Warsaw is a big city. Is there is there some other? What, what, give me like the equivalent to some other areas you've been to in the world, and, and what is it like to come to Poland? If you were recommend someone to come to Poland, what should they do? Where do they go? Like what, mm-hmm. what's nice to do there? And what time of year? Hmm, to compare it to some other country. Ah, uh, huh. uh, I come from the nor- northern part of Poland, which is uh, pretty modern. Like the city that I lived in was actually 80 years old and was just, like super modern, which was um, kind of the contrast because, well, Poland was under co- like communism um, for like years and that left like a huge, uh, huge sign. Like you can, like you can even tell uh, that we were going for some communism, uh, like seeing the architecture, like it's just so ugly in some cities, but I was lucky enough to live in, in the, in the city that is like super modern, super pretty. So Northern, Northern part is definitely of countries, definitely highly recommended. And we actually have lots of tourists from Scandinavia because like I mentioned before, Poland is so, just so cheap. It makes more sense for, for them to come to Poland and party for three days than just to party for one day in their own country. And they would cover, like in this money, they would cover flights, hotels, I don't know, alcohol, food, sushi, anything. And, or, or just, just could party for one day and I don't know, Sweden and so on. So this is a funny phenomena and yeah, this is what happens a lot in the northern, northern part of my, of my country. And if I were to compare Poland to some other country, oh, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard. It's hard just because we were under that communism for years. So we are definitely not close to be like Germany or any other Western countries. And at the same time, we are not like Russia. We are just like this uh, in-between country, yeah, which is, uh, which makes it so special. Yeah. It's unique. It's unique. But you, is there certain months that are better? I mean, it's cold, right? But in general, it's, it's a bit cold. So like what time of year is, is, uh, is the, is the best time? Is it in the summer? Oh, we, oh, we actually got like four seasons. So in the summer, there, I mean, it can be like 30 degrees. You are using different scale, right? For temperatures. Like the summers can be, it can be quite hot actually. So it's not that it's super cold. It's, uh, it's not a bad, but it's the, uh, like there's a difference between Northern part and Southern part. Right. But yeah, yeah, summer is obviously recommended. <laughs> very, very yeah. cool. Well, yeah, no, I, I have not been. It's definitely somewhere I would be interested in going and checking out. So I will, you know, I'll look for some uh, recommendations on depending what area. And and you, you were, I'm sorry, Warsaw is where you were born and raised? Or? No, 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 no. I was born in Gdynia, which is a part of metropolitan, northern metropolitan, which I don't know, contains like three cities. Gdańsk, which is like 1,000 years old. And there is some nice old town. Uh, there's Sopat, which is like a party place. And people just come there to party. And there's Gdynia, which is just modern and beautiful. And people love living there. So, yeah, this is my home. Oh, I miss it. 
Very nice. <laughs> and and what made you you want to be a scientist? You're a pharmaceutical sciences. It sounds pretty intense. Very, uh, you know, it's not not a category you hear too much, or at least people that I know that have done. And it's it's a it seems very intensive, very very serious, very you know studious. <laughs> or would you, would you consider yourself very studious and like a book? Were you were you really in? you know, you did well in school. And, and what, I guess, I guess my real question is what made you want to do that specifically? Cause it doesn't really seem like you don't hear, you hear people in poker, you know, yeah. philosophy or things. You don't really hear a lot of like scientists or uh, it's not one that really meshes. So what's the deal with that? Give me, give me, uh, give me so I was always a nerd. I was always like a really good student. And when I was 16 years old, I was already participating in some contests, some Olympics, like uh, for nerds. And I was already cooperating with some university in my, in my hometown. And uh, because I was like, you know, really trying hard and I was smart, they actually sent me to Portugal. So for me, it was wow. Like I, I went to some other country for free because I was smart, because I was like trying to be to do something extra. And for me, this idea was just like so fantastic. I was like, OK, so it's enough to be smart. And then I'll be just traveling for free around the world. And I really fell in love with this idea because um, I don't know that all. Mm, the examples that of like, I don't know, adult people that I've only knew was that they're just working from nine to five and that's it. So I was like, okay, so if I will be a pharmacist, I will have this nine to five job. But on top of that, I'll, I'll travel for free to different countries. And I don't know, maybe I'll be paid money for this. So I really like this idea. And I think I always wanted to have some different life than just this nine to five. Um, you know, you graduate, you get married, you have kids and you die. I don't know, maybe not die, but you know what I mean? I, I always wanted to have, I don't know, I don't make my life some adventure. I just didn't want to have that regular, regular, regular life. So I thought being a scientist allows that. Um, so I was continuing that journey for quite a long Then I was working with some other uh, university and well, I, I was just seeing more and more examples of that. And this and all those scientists were just like traveling and they were sponsored by, oh, I was loving this. Um, and yeah, for some time, I was even thinking that maybe I will become a dentist because I, I couldn't even qualify it. But I was like, no, but th this way I was just, you know, have that regular job. I don't want that. I always just, my goal was probably to just have slightly different life. And then I got introduced to poker and I was like, oh my God, this is kind of the same, kind of the same. I love that. And so, um, that's so, awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't see that uh that that correlation, but I guess for your your point, you wanted to travel, you wanted to do something that was not, you know, sitting in one spot and being generic. So yeah. I can't take the boxes. I see we got we got a lot of live viewers here. We got a lot of people are probably familiar with you already, but I gotta ask because we I don't want to lead people on. So you know, if there's guys here that are that are holding on to the hope of, you know, if you're I got we gotta ask, are you single in a relationship? Should people <laughs> I'm here for give them a chance to to leave now if you're not like i just want to you know i like to, to do a straight and narrow podcast. Ooh, yeah, make so the podcast a bit yeah, spicy i don't want to <laughs> leave people on monica i keep calling you hey, monica, your name, your name, monica. <laughs> monica is fine. are you on the table currently uh no i have a boyfriend at the moment i have a boyfriend he's also a poker player uh he's a cash game player um okay. and he plays um Zoom 500 for years and he's a top rag. So yeah, nice. it's, it's, it's actually really cool. Yeah. I actually it, thought that, that I will never have a, a secret. Is it a secret's name or do you talk about that? On your uh, he, he actually asked me to, to not reveal his nickname or, or name because he wants to like stay yeah. private. Like he doesn't have any social media. and so he just wants to have a piece because this nice. is what he's like playing for the freedom and not like feel any pressure from like some social media or some stalkers. Nice. I already, Listen, we're on the opposite 
opposite end of that. I, you, I like that. Either you're all out or all in. You don't want to be caught in no man's land and just kind of like do a little bit and be like, you know, in a warp. So yeah, good, good for him. Good I, for think... I hope the viewership doesn't just go away, but I had, to, I had to clear it up. I already see a couple ticking off here. So um, you know, that's okay. But listen, we want the people here what they're here for. So if they, if it was that, yeah. that cleared up. So I mean, right. I think the healthy, the healthy approach in that is just, just to like make sure that the relationship is not a secret, but it's smart to keep it private. And I think this yeah. is, this part of it works the best because I already have some crazy stalkers and that, that made me being less active on my social media. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. So I, ever since I experienced that, um, I don't know, weird interaction with some weird people on the internet, it makes me like, just, just be more private, even more private. And then I met my boyfriend and uh, he's just kind of like, Oh no, this is probably not good. Like I'm a Twitch streamer. I'm supposed to be more active. I need to think about it. I need to. Um, no, I, I, listen, that's great. Listen, you answered the question and that's cool. I think privacy is, it's something these days that we, we take for granted and just kind of, you're so used to streaming or doing stuff and we're, you know, pretty open. It's good to keep some things private. I love when people, they, they want to know how much is their salary? How, what's your social, what's yes. your access, you know, location is like, everyone wants to just know like where you are and stuff. And, and, and just in general. And I, you know, I guess it's like, it's one of those things with, you got to have some, some secrets, some privacy. Uh, we got a question here uh, about me and you, is there a chance that we play a battle challenge? So uh, I, I think there is, I mean, there's, there, you know, team party poker doing a lot of heads up stuff. I am not in a, currently in a location that I'm able to play. So I'm safe for the moment. I don't have to go, you know, any heads up uh, battles at the moment, but we, I will be, I believe taking part with Jamie, Matt, yourself and anyone else on team party who, who wants a piece. So I'm, I'm ready and that should be fun, but uh, <laughs> I'm uh, in, I'm in. And tomorrow yeah. I have a challenge with Jamie and the loser originally the loser was supposed to wear a t-shirt with a winner's face which I think is pretty funny uh, but it's pandemic so I believe printing t-shirt will be a challenge itself so we will stick to some banners on stream uh, but I think it's it's more fun than just like I don't know playing for money or right. some subs yeah <laughs> have you ever had any good prop bets any wagers like like anything where you had to, you know from from monetarily or a bet where you couldn't do something or had to give up something have you ever did you take the craziest challenge the craziest challenge i've ever had happened um like that was probably like a few three years ago so i was already an ambassador of BetSafe, and i was also like an ambassador of the cash game festival there was like a festival that was taking place every two months in different cities in Europe. Uh, so I lost the profit with the, um, with the founder of that uh, cash game festival. And as a loser, I, I had to drive a super old car. And when I said super old, it's even older than you think. Uh, basically, I couldn't open the window and that was the middle of the summer. So I had to drive this car from Bulgaria. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the European map, but I had yeah. to drive with that car from Bulgaria. I believe there are some pictures on my Instagram, but uh, that we will have to scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, so from Bulgaria to Portugal to buy chicken piri piri and deliver it to Estonia. So wait a second, I probably have a graphic of that of that crazy journey but i didn't finish that challenge because the, the car got broken in andorra which was like halfway through my challenge i managed to like get to portugal and buy that chicken and uh, then i i don't know the car was gg uh once i left spain so that was the craziest one it took me like two weeks to like go for it but in the on the halfway through like there was uh ept barcelona so i decided to take a take a break there and just play a bit poker so it was pretty fun but it was wow. it was crazy 
yeah, that was the, the craziest forfeit I've ever done. And I was alone, which was the, 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 the that was the hardest part because I'm, I was a young girl. I was driving a car, the old car that could break any, any moment. And uh, it was so hot and there was no AC in the car and I couldn't open the windows. It was wow. a disaster. Yeah. That's uh, that is, that is pretty crazy. Uh, we have my, my man, Marco ghost of M who you, I'm sure you know very well. I would legend, yes. legendary man in mod on, on the, on the, on the Twitch streets and, and all over. And he had a, he had a question or he mentioned about you contributed to a book of some kind. Is there a, is there, what is that about? You were, you read a, wrote a book. Oh, yeah, yeah, because I, I've been always uh, pretty athletic. Uh, like being fit was basically my my hobby for for years, years, years. And when I was studying pharmacy, I really got into like supplements. Like this is also sort of my hobby. This is what makes me excited every single time I can like learn something new about supplements. So the friend of mine. Um, like he's actually a coach, like on Run It Once, a mental coach, PLO coach. And he is a very well-known, um, like a mental coach in the Polish community. So he decided to write a book, which is called Mental Edge. And he asked me to write a chapter on like supplements, like sub- supplements, because there are supplements that can like help you, uh, maybe not even stimulate your brain, but like help you improve your thinking process. So I wrote a chapter in that book and then this book got translated into uh, into English. Yeah. So it happened. I was so proud. I was so proud because I remember back in the days when I was not even a professional poker player, I was like really following that guy and I was listening to every single podcast of him. And then he invited me to like write it together. So that was pretty sweet. That was a pretty sweet that's, moment in my career. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's very, very cool. Um, what is the, what, what to you has been the most fun part about being a professional poker player up to this point? And, and, and with, you know, I guess how many years would you say you're actually professional? Like you've been doing it for how many years full time? Mm, what year is this? It's 2021, uh, since 2017. So it's been four years already. Yeah. Yeah, four years. And, and so what, what I'm a I'm a newbie actually, and yeah. uh, I am, yeah. I, and I feel yeah. it. And sometimes I have this anger that I'm maybe I've wasted my time studying because all oh, those golden years when everyone was spending money is gone. Right now it's harder. You need to study Pio. You need to, you know, get in the lab. And those sweet days when you could just see better and win prints, like they're they're gone. So sometimes I'm kind of mad at myself that maybe I've, but no, no, I'm like learning to not think this way. Um, what was the question? <laughs> What's been the most enjoyable uh, part about being a professional poker player? Memorable, enjoyable. Well, what do you like the most about what you do? Mm, traveling, definitely traveling. That was um, that was the thing that I really wanted to um, to implement in my life, and, and I did it uh, pretty intensively. And at the same time, it didn't let me focus on streaming. So. I was super happy about having this opportunity to travel, to be, um, you know, this kind of freelancer, to have just a suitcase and just travel with them, them, that piece of luggage. And that was all I had. That was pretty, pretty exciting. But at some point it just got sort of tiring because it's hard to have uh, like a solid pattern, work out, eat healthy because we eat in restaurants. Sometimes we were at the airports all the time. So at some point it was just, uh, like too much. And actually I, I will feel like super guilty by saying this, but pandemic allowed me to slow down and focus on streaming, on building my channel, on building my social media, because I've started my YouTube channel a year ago. So, which is correlated with pandemic. And I think this was very much needed um, in my poker career. So in a way, pandemic really helped me to cool down and just finally focus because when you're on the road all the time, you just, 
can't do it. It's just not possible unless you have like a whole team who's just helping you a lot. But, but well, I right. don't. So yeah, at the same time, like traveling is so sweet and this is my favorite, favorite part. But at the same time, it doesn't allow you to like do that fundamental work. Yeah, for sure. And and I got actually a quick question in the chat from my man Cassio asking, do you play chess? Just just yes or no. And do you like chess or is that? No, I'm familiar with rules, but I don't play chess. I don't have time. I would love to. Yeah, yes. me too. I feel like it's one of those rabbit holes. I saw mm-hmm. the Queen, Queen's Gambit. I like that show. And I, you know, I see chess is getting pretty popular, uh, at least on Twitch. Yeah. And getting... Yeah. Let's get in there. But yeah, for me, it's just another thing. You know, it's a, trying to get good at poker, right? There's so much work in poker. Exactly. At some point, you got you to gotta pick and choose. Um, and then, I would like to get, like, get good at PLO first and then maybe chess, but I don't have time to study PLO. So like, how would I have a time to play chess? So, exactly. exactly. You know, at some point, you're going to, you got to make cuts or, or get more time. Mm-hmm. Day. Has that book been published yet? Um, and I just got a question. Oh about. yeah. Years ago, years ago, years ago. So it's already there. Uh, I'm not really sure whether it's available still or not. Uh, but yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's a PLO trophy. I don't know if you see it, but you can barely, you can barely catch it. That was a that was a run it up Reno. Did you ever get to run it up Reno? Have you been there? No, been never, there? never, never, never. That is a lot of fun. That is a that's a cool one with a lot of Twitch community, and and, and hopefully that starts back up here. You know, after the pandemic, I know that you know been been down, but that's a that's a fun one. I would highly recommend if you're you know. In the, in okay, the it's on the list from yeah. now on. Yeah, uh, a good one. Uh, I've got a question, Sebastian asking, why do you think Puerto Rico uh, from Puerto Rico? Why do you think Poker is more popular in Europe than in Latin America. And I don't know if that's necessarily true. What do you think on that in terms of the popularity of poker? Do you think it's true? I don't know. I'm not sure if it is. Brazil is wild about poker. Uh, Yeah. I I mean, I don't think that's necessarily true. But uh, what what do you think about, I guess, give me a little bit of a feel on the current uh, European, you know, Poland pulls out all mine, kind of a blow, some other countries and regulations and such. Like, how do you feel poker is in, in, in Europe right now, or at least around from what you're seeing and feeling in terms of popularity mm-hmm. now a few years ago? Mm. So I have a fear a little bit, especially because of the Brexit, because UK was always a place, always a country. Uh, it was just the best in terms of like uh, poker taxes. And there was just like a haven for poker players. And right now the Brexit happens. So it's not an option anymore. So if, I don't know, Austria got regulated and they've decided to ban poker here. I don't I don't know what am I going to do? I'm, I mean, there are still, there's still Croatia, Malta, but like, I don't know, there's less and less options, actually, because, um, I don't know, Spain got their own players pool. It's just getting tricky. Uh, so I'm kind of panicking. I hope nothing will happen in Austria. This is such a great country. I'm so impressed by uh, Austrian's culture. And, mm, like, you know, it's just so beautiful. So I hope nothing but will happen over here. But in terms of popularity, I don't really know whether it's more popular here or in Latin or in latin america yeah. i don't yeah, know it's, uh, I don't it's know. hard to say too it's hard to it's hard to know i think it's in general um uh, uh i think it's it's in general i'd say poker is doing well and it's a little hard to say about the pandemic and how it's going to shift but mm-hmm. I, I i really believe that uh tournaments are just not going anywhere people love them they're fun you can now the knockouts in the different formats uh mm-hmm. it's, it's been good what, what do you think about the real names on party poker and also the sort of limiting late reg and, and no HUDs. Do you, did you used to play with the heads up display like poker track or any of those, or did you just always? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it has a huge impact on cash games because I have been playing cash games for a while already. And I think in terms of HUD, it is a, it is a pity that 
it's just not possible to use it on party poker. When it comes to tournaments, I am, I don't know, I think I'm fine with not having a HUD. Like, I think it's like doable to like fire the session and like play comfortably. But for the cash games, it's such a, it is such a pity that it doesn't, doesn't function anymore. Uh, I think it would attract more players from other, other clients to party poker because party poker offers such a crazy great back, which is not available anywhere else. And uh, this is such a pity because I believe if HAD was working, I think those players would just tr- transfer to, to party poker 100%. So this is a pity. But other than that, I think I, I, like, I really love the idea of real names at the poker table. I think this is cool. Like you can just, I don't know, even Google someone or, um, or just know the country. I, I don't know. I just, I just like it. I cannot like, like tell you why and why not. I think it's, it's just cool. Yeah. yeah, it's it's it, it is. Uh, I agree. And and, and uh, tell me a bit about your martial arts background. You're a master of judo. Is this correct? You- <laughs> no, I'm not a master. No, 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 no. I've been I've been mm, I've been practicing judo for lots of lots of years um, since I was in the prime school. And then I quit when I was 18 years old because the trainer I got was just like, I don't know, you probably have this like teenager time when you're like kind of um, a rebel. So I was like, yeah, I've been practicing judo for so many years. It's time for a change. I mean, and, and I didn't like any, any strong reason to actually leave judo, but it was a sport that I was practicing for years. So yeah, I'm really pretty much enjoying watching UFC fights and, and so on. Uh, but yeah, after I actually quit judo, I, I had such a huge struggle because that was my my thing to be active to to work out like several days a week and suddenly it was gone so i needed to find a replacement so i have tried like probably every single sport discipline out there i'm uh, i'm really in love with the all the disciplines that are happening taking place in the water uh like i'm i love sailing and like windsurfing kitesurfing and so on uh but yeah judo, judo was a thing yeah but i don't know if i would um like recommend my kids to practice judo i don't know it, was it, seems, cool. it seems interesting. I mean, it's good. I think it's, you know, within reason, as long as it doesn't make you too kind of aggressive or, you know, look to practice or go out and, and mm-hmm. be crazy. like, I think it's good to have some self-defense mechanisms and also just good exercise and also probably some mind mindset and, and disciplines. And Yes, and, definitely. Uh, definitely. Yeah. My kids will definitely practice some sport, but I'm not sure if judo will be the thing. I mean, judo is beautiful, but I don't know. I don't know whether it's cool for girls. Uh, anyway, like sport is definitely a must. Yeah, like you're speaking thing. to kids. What's going on here? We got any any? No, any, any no, no, no. It's or, not. It's, you know, <laughs> what's going no, on? You're I'm like, still young. I'm still young. No, I'm not thinking about that yet. Like I'm, I'm blooming my Twitch channel. I don't know. It was. It, I mean, I no, I'm, no, 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 no. It's not happening anytime right, soon. Don't worry. Well, don't worry. Catch, catch a catch a leak or some kind of news or you know. No, get a, get a no, no. Nice, so try. Like, nice try. Nice try. <laughs> with the Twitch, like it is. Uh, yeah, you want you want to travel and grow your channel. I got a two year old. I can tell you in terms of uh, it takes. You know, there's only so much time. You said you're trying to learn PLO, let alone chess. You know, throw a kid in the mix, and and you'll uh, you'll have a little bit of a. Uh, awakening on on freedom and time and and it's all good it's the best thing ever it's just different so really is it possible because i really have this picture i really have this vision that once you got kid it's gg like you cannot travel you cannot do anything like this is my vision because i don't know it's not fully true obviously i think being a mother would be a little it's different as well right because like there during different periods and time Mm -hmm. before and after like it is a different experience than being a dad in terms of availability, right? Like you, you just, it's not, it's not even like if you want to or not, or can you just, you know, you're not going to, you're going to be more 
uh, not doing that for, for at least a period of time. So again, enjoy. Sounds like you got a good thing. You're having fun. You're in your prime and you're running and you're enjoying and, and uh, you've, uh, you've been focusing on your stream with the pandemic. So, and uh, how, how, I guess I want to ask you too, with the, the pandemic, how has it been for you? You said you're more focused, which makes a lot of sense and focus on your stream, focus in, in one place and getting more done. But how has it been in your area? Are restaurants closed? Are, you know, are people, are you hanging out? Are friends going out? Like, well, what's it been like this past year for you? Mm, so obviously it has its up and downs. Uh, the beginning of pandemic for me was brilliant. And I was feeling so guilty because all my friends were really stressing like maybe they will lose their jobs. Maybe like nobody knew what what, what will happen, what will be happening, and like poker kind of like bloomed again. And I had a really good time in terms of uh, my, my my winnings, and my my channel was growing and growing. So the beginning of pandemic for me was just was just great. Um, I've been I've started to struggle like this winter because traveling is. It's just so painful right right now. All the flights from Vienna to Poland, maybe not to Poland, but to my hometown are canceled. Normally, it took me like less than one hour to actually go back to my like go to go to my parents. And right now, this flight is canceled. So if I would like to visit them, I need to take a train that goes for eleven hours. So this is so annoying. Um, so I, I hope I don't know something not some magic will happen because right now I'm. I don't know, once I like went through that excitement of uh, growing, getting more, winning more, like right now, I just like kind of miss my, miss my parents, miss, uh, miss my friends and uh, the struggle became right now. But yeah, like I said at the beginning, uh, pandemic actually allowed me to focus on, on what I should be focused because traveling like didn't actually allow me to, you know, study properly. And also when you play live poker, like how many hands will you actually play during an hour? Like not many, probably 20. And right now uh, I can play like hundreds of hands within an hour. And that like definitely improves me because I'm marking the hands. I'm really going through them. So like, yeah, you can still study when you, when you play live poker, but I feel like, um, like getting that proper sample of, of your hands is actually the thing and uh, I'm, I'm really grateful for that because I know in life I would be still trying to travel, trying to win some satellites and, you know, go from one festival to another. And I would be still in this chaotic state thinking that, oh, yeah, this is awesome. I'm having a great life, which is so unpredictable. But I'm really enjoying like being in one spot, like having my routine and uh, seeing the progress. So, it's yeah. interesting you said too, because I, I can relate almost the only thing similar for myself was Black Friday. So when this happened mm-hmm. in 2011 and I was uh, playing, you know, is that kind of a reverse? Because I was playing just for the most part online poker. And then I was like, wow, like now I can't just play from where I was living in the U.S. I got to go get set up outside the country. Am I going to move? Am I going to not? Am I going to go back forth? But then I was like kind of in a bad routine. I wasn't really working out. I was not eating well. I was drinking a lot. It was kind of at this period of time. My life. Oh. I, was like, I was just, I was just like out of college and I had no, yeah. no school, no soccer, no responsibility. And I was playing and whatever, but I didn't really realize that the kind of habits when I was doing and, you know, and also mm-hmm. I wasn't traveling. So like the reverse, like I wanted to travel, mm-hmm. I wanted to play WPTs and, you know, go around and play the stops and see stuff. And so all of a sudden like this got me to do that. I got back in shape and, you know, kind of well-rounded in terms of what balance in life. So I, it's, it's funny how, yeah. It's sort of it's sort of the exact opposite um and in and, and a similar sort of um you know significant it's effect. interesting it's interesting because it's a yeah. total opposite maybe it's yeah. all about breaking that routine or um yeah yeah just uh shift I, really I think about now it's a, another lesson not about what happens how you react to what happens because like my immediate 
thought was, wow, this is so bad. And this is like, what am I going to do? And you know, maybe the same for you when you're like, oh, like I was going to go to this place or going to hit this stop. And I had all these trips planned. And then you're like, oh, well, now I'm going to build yeah. my get in the routine or study and do things that you weren't doing. So I think it's, a, it's just all about perspective. And, and uh, you know, it sounds like you've really capitalized. And I see your Twitch stream growing nicely and you've been having good results and, and, and being, you know, really growing. So it's, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm trying, trying to make sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, like people don't maybe not know about you too. Is like your Twitch channel, which is very strong, and, and has, you have a great community. But you were not building your personal brand for how long yes. was that? You were streaming on the Party Poker channel because before, yeah, then, I know. I myself came to Party Poker, built a team, uh, and, and and got to get some great people involved. Like there was really no Party Poker stream team. Like you were essentially streaming on the Party Poker channel. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it was funny because I remember once I've joined a, a joined Party Poker. I don't know, Twitch streamers group. Uh, th there were a few streamers back in the days, like five and so on. So every single day, someone else was streaming, but I was the only person who was streaming twice, twice a week. Um, and then those people got dropped out and like one by one. And I was the only one left because I had some solid uh, numbers. Uh, but yeah, I was streaming only on party poker. Uh, so it was, it's just so strange because, uh, like all of those Twitch rock stars, they have like those thousands of followers. And right now I have this thinking that, oh my God, if I've been, if I was focusing just on my own channel, I would have already like so many more followers and yeah, my brand would be definitely stronger. And, um, yeah, that, that was clearly a mistake, but I didn't know. I didn't know. And also I felt absolutely honored to be this person right. who's streaming on Party Booker TV and I'm the only one. And oh, 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 so I thought it's good, but like having this perspective, I mean, there is no, I don't know, Twitch university. There's nobody who would tell you all of those things. So I just like had to learn this way. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah, exactly. It's sort of one of those things where you look at maybe this or that, mm -hmm. but reality is it is what, you know, and maybe that's the reason too. You, you came in, you got a good deal. Uh, or, you know, whatever, right? Like the, whatever yeah. that is, it might've been different another way, or maybe you wouldn't have got looked at because you hadn't put in the groundwork or whatever. So like everything kind of happens for a reason. And, you know, you're in, uh, you know, now you're, uh, you know, you're a powerful name in the, in the Twitch, uh, world and, and you're a member, strong member of team party online. And, and, you know, it's good. Like you're, it seems like you're very happy, very, very <laughs> upbeat about poker and, 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 and the process and the learning. Um, what, <gasps> Yeah. Where, where do you think you are in terms of your game? Like how do you rate your game and improvement and, and what are you doing to study? Uh, there's so many different options, so many different sites. You know, now we can, I can name a dozen uh, coaching mm -hmm. sites or whatnot. What do you do specifically to work on your game? Mm, so I've noticed that every single time I've been focusing specifically on my hands because I used to watch all the videos, all the courses. Uh, you know, I spent lots of money to subscribe to those expensive MTT courses and mm -hmm. Yeah, I've discovered that every single time I've been just focusing on the spots that I didn't understand myself. Uh, yeah. I was just improving massively. So this is what I'm. This is what I'm doing. I'm just marking the hands, marking the hands, marking the hands. Every single time I I don't know or I'm not sure. I'm just marking the spot, and uh, this is what where I know I need to focus and, and work on. Uh, so that's pro my probably favorite favorite part. Obviously, like solvers help uh, to actually make sure what's good, what's not. Uh, and yeah, like I mentioned before, I also have a boyfriend who plays high stake cash games. But he doesn't have that much time, so it's not that he's like coaching me every single day. Uh, sometimes he will find a time to like, you know, just talk about poker because I don't know. For the first few months of our relationship, we never spoke about poker, which is strange because we are both poker players. But, uh, but yeah, sometimes he because like he plays a lot. He also doesn't want to, you know, like spend right. some extra hours yeah. of like coaching when he's done with the session. Like I understand this, 
so yeah, so he's also coaching me, and I think the best format uh, of that coaching is to actually review my session because I'm recording my sessions, and then he can see like my my leaks, um, which cannot be shown on hold the manager. So those two formats are my basically favorites. Um, yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. And what uh, what do you think about what the, you know, the other day was International Women's, uh, I believe it was, I mean, is it actually referred to as International Women's Day in poker? Or is it the, it was International Women's Day? I guess, you know, there's there's a lot of talk about women in poker. And, and what are your thoughts? <laughs> I was speaking to Daniel Negreanu yesterday here on the podcast about it and women in poker. And there's a lot of interesting takes. Like, do you, do you feel any type of way like do you think there should be more women in poker does it bother you or do you think it is just what it is and, and the women who want to be here and compete are, are there what's your thought on women in poker um there'll be this a lot but i gotta i gotta do it and i gotta know because I, I respect and i want to hear oh, it's cool. you know, from one of the ambassadors of, of uh, it's cool because um i probably should say that yeah we should have more ladies in the game but i am sort of a lonely wolf and i never had like a crowd of girlfriends that i would be shopping together uh partying together drinking wine together so i just don't really care and i never understood why there is such a such a stress on this i mean i understand from the men perspective that it's just nice to have some ladies in the game but i i've never like i've never understood it like there are some facebook ladies poker ladies communities um that i go at it on and i just i don't know i don't feel myself there I don't, i'm just this kind of person and at the same time i feel like this is this this trait of character you need to have to like understand that you just need to spend some alone hours you just need to study alone you just need to face some down swings and up swings alone and uh, i think girls are like they just love to do things together like going shopping together going to bathroom together and i am like not like this i even spoke with courtney about that because we had a stream like a few days ago and she she said the same thing like she doesn't have like any female poker friends and like she's also like a lonely wolf sort of. Uh, so yeah, we need to be, you need to be a little bit more independent. I, I don't know. I just never understood. Again, what I've kind of gathered and what I, my, what I kind of hear you saying, you know, it's like, it's cool. It'd be great if more women play, but it's like, listen, certain women do women things, right? Like there's certain things that men yeah. aren't really going to be in and certain things women aren't really going to play in the NHL or, and, and just certain things are just more male dominant or female dominant. And yeah. It is. So like, it's, it's to me. Yeah, exactly. Cool. It is what it is. Like I'm, I'm not stressing yeah. it at all. And it would be cool to have more ladies events because those are pretty soft. So I'm, I'm probably a little bit selfish by saying this, but I really enjoy playing ladies events and I would love to see more of those. So maybe for this reason, it would be nice to have more ladies in the game. Uh, but on a daily basis, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny thing because at the same time, every single time I play live and uh, like, I, I don't see other people seeing me. I'm, I'm not aware that they see me as a, as a lady at the proper table. So once we have a lady, you know, joining our table, I'm like, Oh, this is a lady at the poker table. So all of those people, they, they probably see me the way I see this girl. And if, if I don't have any other girl at my poker table, I don't remember that I'm a lady and I probably could play loser because people will think that I don't love, you know, I just, I don't know how to take the advantage of being a lady at the poker table. Uh, I don't know, in a casino, I just don't remember that I am a lady. They think about me differently. So uh. do you, do you, uh, do you believe that, yeah, is that something, how, how big of an advantage do you think it is though? Do you think that like you, 
Yeah, you're, you're kind of saying you wish you took advantage of it more because you think probably people discredit. Sort of like someone who's older. Generally, people don't believe they're capable of going nuts. And that are not like household names, but are good poker players. I think yeah. they get away with a lot, you know, just because they get to keep yeah. going. I mean, from my experience, I see that every single time I play with some professionals, uh, they they just observe and they make their, their decision based on what they observe, observe. So they are not assuming, okay, this is gross. You cannot play. They just, you know, see that I play this or that I show like show down this kind of hand. So I professionally like professional poker players will have a different approach towards the lady at the poker table. But like you mentioned, like maybe older players or recreational players will probably have tendencies to change their, their, their strategies because I'm a, I'm a girl. I'm like 100% sure of this. <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Uh, and, and can you talk a little bit, you have a home game on Party Poker. How is that gone? And when is that? If people do want to play with you. Oh, I have a home game on Tuesday and it's a strange hour because it's a 1 p.m. Central European time. So it's just like a middle of the day, which is, I need to change it. I, but I've, I've been saying this for like months that, oh my God, I need to change this hour because it doesn't make sense. It's like not afternoon, not, not morning. It's just like in between, which is weird. But uh yeah, I remember I used to have home games at the evening but when I was streaming at the evening. And uh, yeah, I had like a lot, a lot of players. And yeah, right now because of that weird hour. Uh, yeah, it's, it's so Tuesday's European, Central European time. Is yes. If people want to come in and, and yes. play your game. That's very cool. Yeah, I have one as well. I moved mine to PLO, speaking of PLO recently. Oh. Have fun for a home game. So that may be an idea. Maybe you could mix it up. Uh? Like, <laughs> Oh no, but I can't play PLO. That would be embarrassing. That's, but maybe that would be fun. Bounty on you, yeah. That's the whole. Uh, uh, have been have been good. So um, yeah, I think uh, I, I think one of the the things with being you know a woman, you know, it, it depends too if you're recognized or not. And how do you feel you are in terms of like live? Obviously, you have a part. You're streaming on Party Poker. You have a, a pro next to your name. People kind of know you're streaming on Twitch in general. But what about live? Like, what, do you feel like people know who you are? When you're playing, is that something you notice or do you think that you're still, you know, because you don't play a ton of live poker. You've played mm -hmm. some, but you're still relatively new, you know, in your career. And, mm -hmm. you know, is that something, do you, do, you, do you feel like people recognize you? They come up to you, they ask for autographs, pictures when you're at <laughs> Yeah, it happens as well. It happens as well. It obviously depends. Uh, like I used to live in Malta, so Malta is obviously a small country. So uh, more people like would recognize me. But last year, no, it was not last year, the WSOP just before pandemic. I had a situation uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, I played, I don't know, some game and I was acting like, oh, I'm, I don't know how to play. I'm a recreational player. I'm a lady. I don't know. And then there was a gentleman next to me who was like, I know who you are. Stop. Stop lying. <laughs> so I had a situation like this in Las Vegas and I'm definitely not like super well known in States. So that was the moment I was like, Oh no, people know me. <laughs> What's going on? My superpower is, uh, is gone. <laughs> That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. There's nothing wrong with, you know, telling a little bluff and then, you know, being there. It's part of the game that if you don't have you know, <laughs> ability and level and, uh, you know, shame on them if they don't follow your stream or, or haven't seen a YouTube yeah. video and know who you are. <laughs> Um, what, what are some poker goals for you moving forward? Do you, is it a uh, Twitch? Do you have numbers in terms of, uh, stream size or live winning some type of major? What, what is sort of like, what, what motivates you in poker? Mm, so when it comes to Twitch, I feel like all the followings and all the growth, it's just a side effect. And this is how I like to perceive it. I've noticed that every single time I stream, I get like 100 new follows. So the more I stream, the more follows I get. So I can even calculate that, like in which point I will get, 
I don't know, another 1,000, 1,000 followers because it's, it's just like every single time I stream, I just got 100 followers. So this is pretty sweet to, to predict. Um, I'm still pretty confused with all the other social media platforms. Recently, I had um, sort of the coaching on Instagram because I am, I don't know, like I, I don't have time to actually like show uh, show hard for Instagram. So I, I had this conversation with some wizard and um, yeah, apparently I can even set the goals there, but it's more complex. Like, uh, I don't know, but let's go back to poker because this is probably easier than Instagram <laughs> magic. So uh, like I mentioned before, I'm playing cash games right now and this is what I love. I really love cash games. There are just this is such a different game. I'm actually amazed. I always thought that, yeah, cash games tournaments, you probably have slightly different ranges, la, 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 la. But no, those two games are just so different. And I really enjoy playing cash games. And I, this, is what, this is what I am focusing on. And this is where I want to get better at. Um, so yeah, I just want to like climb on the stakes. Right now I play um, no level 100. So I just want to play higher and higher. Sadly, the games like normally 200 are not running that frequently on party. Uh, but yeah, yeah, there's, there, there are some tables gathering from time to time. So, yeah, I'll and, have more and more and, chances. And what, what type of what, – so when people come on your stream, what, what are they expecting to see? What, what's the mixture of uh, tournaments and cash? No, no, no. I stream only tournaments. I don't think it's smart to stream cash games um, because, like we mentioned before, there are no hats on party poker. So I feel like uh, my openness would have an advantage on me. And poker is a game of the small advantages. I don't want to give away that. Um, yeah, so I don't really think it's smart to share this kind of – knowledge you know they would know my ranges there, there's no hat if there was hat maybe that would be different because they would know anyway like what am i opening what am i doing uh, but this way that would be just a help for my um for the other regs because there are plenty of regs so i don't want that so i don't i don't stream cash games also i feel like i need to be extra focused and cash games are definitely more tiring because you play hand after hand after hand and when you play tournaments it's just like you play a hand and you wait 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 this is where you can talk this is where you can you know and like Mm, like enjoy your like I don't know have some banter with the audience and right. with the cash games is, a, is another thing so I'm basically streaming tournaments yeah yeah makes makes perfect perfect sense uh, we have got a $55 ticket courtesy of Monica and Party Poker myself we're going to do that at the end guys still giving you an opportunity $55 gladiator ticket if you want to retweet tag a friend and go ahead and ask a question we'll try to get to as many as we can I, I have covered a lot and I've also seen a lot of good questions in here that I was curious about myself. So I'm going to kind of double dip and let's uh, let's dive in over here. Here uh, We just kind of covered this one. We got Mark M talking about the stigma with uh, female players. We did kind of kind of talk about that and, and where that's at. Uh, um, and let's just let's go to the next question there. So, Mark, we did cover that. And I hope you're watching live and, and got to hear that. Uh, we have Craig Leonard, who's actually been a giveaway specialist. He's really been some giveaways. He's active. I appreciate all the questions. What variation of poker would you like to play more or just stick with Hold'em? Uh, I feel like I would love to play PLO. I would love to. It seems to be so much fun. I mean, I've tried like last year to have learned a bit and improved in that in that regard. But uh, then I just got absolutely engrossed with streaming. So I g gave up on improving my PLO game. But definitely PLO, it seems to be just, uh, I don't know, more exciting. Yeah, it's definitely on the list. Yeah. For sure. And you play any other mixed games or PLO? No, 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 not really. I mean, I happen to play PLO a few times in my life, so I know the rules, but obviously I'm talking about like improving the strategy and understanding of the game. 
but other than that, no. Maybe sometimes, like with friends, we have some game nights and we happen to just play some weird poker with our own rules, which is so much fun. Very, very cool. Uh, what do you think about poker players before you were a poker player? Did you have any thought or any idea before? Did you, was it like you saw it on TV and you're like, oh, that's cool. That's the mysterious. Did you have any stigmas about poker? Players? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Before I became um, a professional poker player and I was just, you know, seeing professionals in the, on the TV screen, I thought that they're all, I don't know, meditating. They all, they all have lots of money. They're all doing GTO things. And then I just got into the community and, uh, well, I, I, I don't know. I've been partying with them. I've been talking with them. I've been having dinners with them. And I know this is not, uh what we think it is like lots obviously like the there are like abc things that everyone is saying on the interviews like yeah we are meditating yeah i am uh doing this or that but in practice like it's 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 not always this it's not always this so i definitely changed my opinion on some other on some poker players also like i've discovered that like all the results people might be having on holder manager is just like such a such a light i've met so many people who are like millionaires on handle mob and in practice they have nothing or they're being staked or backed and uh it was like mind-blowing for me so i definitely discover lots of things that i would never thought might be true so uh, that was a thing yeah. at some point of my life i thought i will never have a boyfriend who plays poker poker because i also have this opinion at some point that poker players are just like uh not the people that I would like to be in the relationship with, but yeah, every single person is different. So I shouldn't just categorize people. Definitely not. For sure. And we got a question about languages here from Cano Bano asking how many <laughs> languages do you speak? Uh, at every moment I speak like English and Polish. Those, those are my two languages. I'm learning German. I understand German a lot, but I have the fear to speak German just because they have a weird pronunciation of the R letter. So, um, like if someone is talking to me, I understand it perfectly. But if I need to say something back, I'm like, uh, 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 uh. so I actually signed up to the, uh, language academy, uh, which is all about speaking. There are no books. There are no notebooks. Like I don't need to write down anything. We'll be just like talking, 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 talking. And this is actually how I've learned English myself, the same method. So I'm really hopeful about German. Yeah. Very nice. And we got a, Lucas says he wouldn't miss this for anything. I always see it on Twitch. Monica, how would you cheer on a poker player when he's down swinging? What advice would you give this one? I don't, I just called him out in the chat. I don't see him live. Oh, maybe he is here. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, uh, tell me, tell me, tell me uh, this question who I believe he is actually watching live. So, mm -hmm. I mean, it comes, it comes a lot. I'm actually surprised to see that like everyone is going through the hard times. It doesn't really matter whether you are, uh, like super successful or not. Uh, I am trying to work on my mental. I've already discovered that you will never feel rich. So at any stage of your career, you will feel disappointed or hurt or you will have, you'll be going through the hard times. Uh, and this money psychology is like absolutely fascinating for me. And I feel like maybe at some point I will just go into like get more deeply into psychology. Uh, like I mentioned before, like it doesn't really matter how much money you have, you will never feel rich and there will be always someone uh, who has more money or less, but you will always like compare yourself to those people who have more. Um, and how would I cheer up on people who are going for the downswing? I don't know. Like right now, every single time I have a downswing, this is what motivates me to spend more time uh, in the lab. And every single time I have a downswing, I just get better. And then I just come back with the double powers. So I don't mind it, but you need to go through some of them to actually understand this mechanic. And as long as you know how to react towards this, you will be fine. Um, 
And other than that, I would definitely recommend like the, I don't reading books about stoicism. There are so many YouTube channels there. There's knowledge for free on YouTube. You can just watch it when you're driving a car or not, not, not watch it, but listen to this podcast about stoicism. Like there's so much knowledge on the internet for free. And uh, it's just a matter of investigating. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. Um uh, a lot of question about the dynamic of being a female player, which we've huh. covered as well. But you know, in terms of male, and like you said about what you maybe can get away with a little more, and, and sometimes you forget, like you say, you're such a you like forget that you're different in how yeah. you perceive because that's so important. Mm-hmm. And and you know, obviously the observant kind of pro players know you're capable, whether they know you yeah. personally or not. They they're observing and they realize they see your showdowns. But you know, in general, maybe you just like you mentioned, are perceived differently. So you should go for it a little more. So I think you know, we did cover that. Good question, though. Uh, Someone's asked, where were you born? We covered that as well. Where would you like to live in the future? Where is your dream? You talked about you want to have kids. Your kids are going to play. You want to have a family one day. You settle down. <laughs> I don't really know. It's. I mean, I love Poland. And for many years, I thought I will never live in Poland because this is the worst place to be. I, I don't know why I had those thoughts. And once I moved to Malta, I understand that Poland is the best place in the world. And so, like, ever since I actually left Poland, I am dreaming about leaving there. Uh, but I feel like I will settle down. Like, this decision will come um, over time. It depends with whom am I going to spend the rest of my life. Maybe I'll get married and we'll just make this decision together. Right now, as long like, as I am not married, I can like, just, just be more independent. I love Vienna. I think this is a really GTO place. Like, the healthcare, taxes, the quality of everything in here is just, like, mm, so solid. I, I love Austria uh, very much. But if I could, I would go back to Poland. Yeah. Very, very cool. And um, yeah, I have a, uh, we got a question from Adrian. He says he's a lawyer. He has a law degree or I'll say I have a lawyer degree. Any advice? Imagine I am from your past trying to get to play poker. So we got a lawyer. I don't I'm not sure the relevance, but he wants to know based on him being a lawyer, do you have any advice? And he wants to get, to play uh, poker. it's just like you have the solid um, degree and it's just feels crazy to actually change um, your occupation occupation right uh and i get this question a lot like oh does it make sense for you to play poker you're a pharmacist you would make lots of money by being a pharmacist which is not so true as long as you live in poland because you don't make that much money by being a pharmacist uh especially if you want to be a scientist you just basically don't have money and i think this this sucks a lot because as long as you're young this is a moment when you want to have money uh you want to travel and you want to explore the world and when you go with the scientific Puff scientific career, you start having a good, good, good money when you are like old, and this is where you actually don't have energy to travel and do crazy stuff anymore. So I, I, I don't know. I feel like this is tricky. But coming back to the lawyer question, uh, oh no, I understand the struggle. I would still recommend like developing poker as a hobby and and see how it goes. Yeah, I think this is that the smartest, and also this balance between poker. Lots of people are thinking that poker is like such a such a nice lifestyle, such a such a great way to live. But actually, you don't see people that much. You're grinding. You're spending so many hours in front of the computer. It's not just roses and rainbows. Uh, so I feel like having this balance with the regular work and this this poker world, which is like a like a hobby and a break from all the lawyer stuff. Uh, I think this is the best thing yeah 
I, I got any seven seven in the chat. He's a spin grinder. Uh, do you play any spins? Do you play any spins? No, not that? really. No, no, no. Oh, that's a, that's a unique skill set as well. There's some you know math and yeah. stuff behind it. Uh, but those those are fun. We got Agulac asking, how do your broadcasts influence your play? So you know people see your cards. You mentioned cash games. It'd be very hard to do that and show your cards and how how it is. But how do you feel like you ever kind of think, oh, you level yourself, or this guy knows that I'm doing this, or how I'm playing? Mm-hmm. How, how do you how do you balance with streaming on Twitch and and knowing that your opponents are seeing what you're doing? Uh, well, I can decide which table I am showing at the moment. So this is what helps. Like, ah, sometimes I don't want to show something, especially um, sometimes I have this moment when I know I am streaming and people can see my decisions. And uh, like, I would like to fold something. Like, oh, I'm like, I know it's a fold, but then again, I know people are watching, so I probably need to call because the call is a GTO answer and i end up calling and then i'm just mad at myself because i knew it's a fault like it doesn't really matter what gto says like we just want to play versus our specific opponents so i still sometimes struggle with this which i uh, really don't like so i might sometimes not show my table the table when i have a huge decision to make because i know that maybe some people would like be i don't know writing some comments in the chat that would just like push me out of uh I, 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 I can relate completely with that. I, I really mm-hmm. do. I know how that feels. And like, I've actually done it before. Like I've checked back a full house on a board, like <laughs> where a guy, there was like a yeah. straight flush and I, whatever, like stuff like that, just weird spots where you kind of know that the it's definitely not the GTL play. I can really relate. So that's sort of, yeah. sometimes, especially when you don't get to see it. It's one thing when you know it's another, show yes. it's another when you just like are folding or something and, and it's, uh, it can look kind of funny, but that's a, that's an interesting point. Uh, What's the biggest obstacle you've ever come to get where you are today in your poker career? This is from Rodrigo. Uh, hmm, the biggest obstacle, the biggest obstacle, huh? the biggest obstacle. Oh no, I just don't know which one is the biggest. Uh, the big one is definitely living in a different country, like far away from uh, like, I love my family and this is like pretty challenging to not be around them. Uh, at the same time, every single time I just like, I'm far away from them. I can just, focus on my work because if I'm around I, I always say yes if they want to go do something together I, I just cannot refuse uh, so no but hmm, is that really the biggest struggle probably not mm, what's the biggest one I think I was winning a lot at the beginning of my poker career and I thought it will be always this way so I had the moment when I didn't really study because money were coming so easy to me and uh, yeah I, I went for like a super hard dancing at some point and that was that was a huge obstacle because I couldn't understand what is going on. I was like, what's going on? Like I'm not winning, but I'm 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 hey Monia, I'm winning. What is going on? So that was pretty brutal, I remember. But well, I recover. So yeah, it's uh, it's part of it, right? It's part of the process. You yeah. gotta have obstacles, you gotta you gotta have some downswings and then deal with that. Just part of the part yeah. of the, the game. Um well, another same question we just asked this actually for we got my man uh, Augustin Lacourt who was in the chat, just asked that. We just talked about that about broadcasting influence your play. Definitely something you gotta consider when a streamer as, as streaming on Twitch and showing your cards. What do you think of the US players in general? Soft action, tough action, on par with the rest of the world. What do you think? Where's USA stand? Uh they're definitely different. I was surprised to discover that like you guys have your own popular poker players. Like you, I don't know, for example, I don't know. I, w- I would play in Las Vegas with someone that I have no, no clue about. And then it turns out that he's some well-known poker player. He, he's been interviewed by poker news. And I'm like, 
a cozy. I, I don't know. Uh, so the poker scene is definitely different. But in general, I'm not really sure whether I played enough to actually have like a super strong opinion. And I would like to say that oh, they play I don't know softer or stronger. Like people are just different. Like just because I'm happen to have some easier players at the table doesn't mean that like everybody is like that. So. Um, I wouldn't like to categorize people. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, it's probably better. Probably better mm-hmm. that way. Uh, we got a, we got Jack's poker just giving you a compliment. No question. Just says, you are a beautiful girl with, a, with blush. Yay. Face. Yeah, giving some compliments <laughs> out there. Um, we talked about this. Look at this. We've gone ahead. I should have uh, scanned some of the questions. We could have left it, but Escafa asked uh-huh. about family and support with poker, which they seem very supportive. Yeah. So that, that's good. I got a Spanish question. I'm sorry. I don't know that. Uh, do you think, do you think players that who live in colder countries like Northern Europe, for example, are much more dedicated to studying and playing more hours because they do not have more many options for outside leisure compared to players from tropical countries? Interesting. Uh... I don't know. I really don't know because I have some friends who live uh, who live in Scandinavia and actually it's hard to be a professional poker player there because everything is so expensive. So as much as it makes sense to be a poker player in Poland or I don't know, Ukraine and so on, because you just don't need to make that much and still you have a quality life because everything is so cheap. I think it's the opposite in Scandinavia, although they have their own poker platforms. Uh, so they have own player pool. Like I have a friend who plays cash games on uh, some Swedish poker platform and he's printing because uh, nobody cares about money so this is also cool because there are so many rich people who just want to just have some fun and gamble uh, so it's probably complex but hmm is that true like there are some like great poker players who come from some hot countries Right. For sure. No, I think, yeah, I maybe it's kind of okay. One of those questions, a little hard for you to maybe just to have a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. exactly. All right. This question I like from Ben, uh, grand Mont asking, Hey, Monica, what is the most rewarding part of being a, at party poker online pro? What's the best thing about it? Mm, what is the best part? That was always my dream to be a poker pro. And, uh, it, it's true. And I remember once I got, uh, like I, I got this official contract and I got this patch at the online poker table and I actually made my dreams come true. I was like, oh my God, what now? I don't know what now. Have you ever been that spot that you accomplish your goal and now you, you just don't know because what, what am I going to... It's, it's kind of the same feeling. It's, it's going to sound funny, but when you finish uh, a TV show, you're like, oh my God, it's over. What am I going to do right now? <laughs> yeah. So I came to that point and I really don't know. And um yeah, I need to like regroup and like think once again, what now, like what, what kind of other step I can make. So that's probably an awesome part, uh, an awesome part because I'm just like aiming higher and uh, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. And fun, the funny thing is I didn't go like extra confident because of that. Like I'm really struggling with confidence. <laughs> so that's, that's a weird phenomenon, but yeah, that's I'm working awesome. on it. Yeah. And congrats. Cause it is not easy. You know, it's uh, you work hard and, and a lot of go right. Yeah. right, right, right and the funny thing is I need to say, say something about this because lots of people are thinking like, yeah, she's a girl. It's so easy on Twitch because well, as long as you have boobs, it's just like people are just watching you. But I believe uh, the poker Twitch community is just so different because people just want to see some quality. They want to learn something about the game. And I remember as long as I, didn't play that great yeah i always had some viewers but like right now i have a couple hundreds uh, and i have even more when i have like a couple final tables so the poker twitch audience is just so specific it's just not enough to just be a girl and like look good poker poker twitch audience just want to see final tables they want to see 
quality. So uh, it wasn't yeah, that easy. I, I, I agree. Uh, we got Marco again with another question. He's just everywhere. He's on the ball. He's on Twitter. He's on Twitter. <laughs> How many daily legends challenges a member of team online should have to win before crowned the daily legend for good? Uh, once again, how many daily legends challenge? Just yeah, should a member of Team Online have to win before they're crowned the overall daily legend for good? Mm, good question. I don't know. Like, how many challenges can we actually have? Like, we have like five Team Pro Online right now, but there are some other people invited to challenges. Hmm, tricky one. I've already had two challenges. I don't know. Like, we just need to think about the overall. Maybe like after um, this. This promotion we just make we just need to make a summarize and let's just summarize yeah. it and then decide yeah, the, yeah. It's kind of hard to end it it's kind of fun to keep it open-ended but I, it would be nice to see who to to know who's the overall uh leader <laughs> let's uh let's take another one from escalona asking what did you find in poker that you don't find your uh, in what you specialized in what did you find in poker that you didn't find so i guess what was different than sort of uh your normal or what you had been learning in school mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, like found out here. definitely definitely the lifestyle uh like i love the fact that i am my own boss but then, then again it's extra challenging because i am responsible for my schedule and like the, the things that i'm working on so it's like super satisfying but at the same time like super challenging and that's the biggest difference between like focusing on that scientific career and and poker yeah and once again no one actually ever like taught me like how to be my own boss. This is the thing that I need to like educate myself on and find like, I don't know, some materials on this. I have, it's also like experience. Like it just comes from the experience as well, but it, it's like pretty hard actually. Yeah. For sure. And uh, what do you like to do when you're not playing poker? What are some hobbies for you? Oh, I've developed a new hobbies during the pandemic. I, I am painting and I just moved to the new apartment. So I can't wait to like create some new paintings. Oh, I've decided that I'll make all the paintings for this apartment. I'm not going to buy anything. Uh, so I'm pretty excited about this one. And also I do a lot of yoga. Yoga is just such a good thing, which is crazy for me because I've been practicing judo. I've been working out a lot at the gym. So I was always, you know, lifting heavy um, weights. And suddenly I'm just practicing yoga, which is like total opposite. But it's, uh, I love it. I love it. I can see the progress that I'm making and like, uh, it just like calms me down. I, I cannot describe it. It's, it's weird. I always thought this is such a girly thing. I'll never do it. And now I'm doing it. <laughs> But I highly um, recommend it. Yeah. That's awesome. Biggest cash in attorney. We got Adrock asking live. I see here in the Twitch chat. What's your biggest score in, in poker tournament? Uh, probably like $16,000. Like I'm still a newbie. And also like now that I play in the morning schedule, it's just hard to get any, anything higher. So uh, I think like a crazy, crazy score is yet to come. Yeah. But I'm pretty optimistic. I'm also like, a, no, no, let's just move forward. <laughs> Well, yeah. that, I am yeah. all about continuously winning some, you know, little tournaments instead of that yeah. one big. Actually, I know lots of people who actually managed to win the big, big score and now they don't have anything because it's just, it just doesn't let you respect this money. I think, yeah. oh, yeah. I have so many friends who went broke, you know, though they just won lots of, lots of money. Yeah, it's a tricky, it's a tricky phenomenon. I think uh, doing yeah. it the right way, bankroll management, taking your time. Yeah. Uh, 
sometimes it's uh, it's better that way for sure. And 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 16k is nothing to sneeze at. And you you've obviously been moving up and building, and that's uh, that's nice. 16k is is nice. Well, how was that feeling when you hit that score? When it was your largest score? Five I was years? angry. <laughs> what, what, what place was it? I guess that's the the, the answer. Yeah. What no, was that was a WSOP, the monster stack. There were like 6,000 people in that tournament and I finished 60th. So I was like, oh my God, I am top 1% and I'm angry. I, I mean, if someone would tell me a few years ago that I will have some deep run in the WSOP event, I would be, well, oh my God, yes, please. But I was just angry. Oh my God, I was tilted. That's, then I like, uh, kind of appreciate it. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that, that's for sure. Still, I get, I know that's a rewarding feeling. It's so funny, right? You basically play something you lose for a living because it's so rare mm-hmm. to actually win no matter what place. Of course, top threes and you know, huge scores, mm-hmm. but you're always so close or get deep. And you know, even when you bust out and cash, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, what could I have done? Yeah. But it's, a, it's, a, it's definitely a cool, cool thing. Um, someone's talking about how do you cope with moving? I don't know about the word cope, but like how uh- is moving? Is that fun or stressful for you? Oh no, it's so stressful because I was lucky and unlucky at the same time because the landlord of this apartment is actually my friend uh, who's like... I don't know, not, not that older than me. So I was actually helping him like with a renovation in here. I mean, everything was renovated, but he decided to order some Ikea furniture for the kitchen, which is crazy. I mean, Ikea is like quality these days, but I was like, man, like I'm moving in three days and like everything is like in pieces. What is going on? Oh, come over. You'll help me. So I needed to like build everything with him and it took so much time and it wasn't finished yet. And today I was supposed to get like everything done and the handyman didn't show up. So I still don't have a water in my top in the, in the kitchen. <laughs> so it's, oh, it's so annoying. Like I need to go to the bathroom to get water to boil it in a kettle. So oh, it's stressful, but tomorrow it's supposed to be finished. It was super stressful, but at the same time, pretty satisfying. And once I'll have my own apartment, I will remember to not get ikea kitchen there, there you go that's uh, so a question here favorite animal oh dogs oh, i'm a dog person i love dogs oh my oh, god yeah. i love dogs so much yeah I love dogs as well do you have you have any or no it's kind of hard to be a professional poker player yeah dog, yeah man. it's true it's true i have a deal with my parents they they're taking care of him and uh then i come back and i am just you know i'm just taking the, I, the sweet I, I, part I, I, of yeah, the love. As well. What about mentors in poker? Anyone you look up to, you used to play that, or someone you know that was, you know, showed you some of the ropes, whether a friend or well-known personality that you just liked watching growing up, you thought they played well or carried themselves well, anyone in particular? Uh, I mean, actually, like my boyfriend is like uh, the role model. It's crazy because I have never seen anyone like him. I've never met anybody like him. I mean, he's a grinder. He's been playing Zone 500s, which are the toughest games in the world. He's been playing that for years. And it was like a wow thing for me to see the lifestyle he's having, the approach he's having. Everything is just organized, calculated. He knows exactly how many hands does he need to play because if he plays, I don't know, more than 3.5K, then like it's no good. Like he's like analyzed every single thing. There is no randomness in his schedule. And I've never seen anything like that. You know, I've met lots of poker players, lots of professional poker players, millionaires, like rock stars. And uh, nobody actually like showed me this. Also, I know like some other, like, I don't know, some 500 grinders and they're smoking weed, they're drinking, they're like, you know, doing random, random stuff. And um, I was like pretty much impressed to see like him, like his approach towards the game. I like, this is actually, that was actually a wow thing for me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
So you're dating so, your role model. That's yeah, I know, I know. There you go. Uh, who is the best Polish player? You are Dmitry Abramovich. I say you. We got Jamie asking. Is Dmitry's not? Is he? He's not Polish, is he? Isn't he from? Uh, is he from Poland? Uh oh. Did we freeze? Did we lose Monia? Are we live? Is it my internet, Monia? Did we? Hello, Jamie. You broke the internet. Uh, Monia, we lost Monia. Jamie came in and she froze. She got. She got. We froze. Uh, wow, Jamie, Jamie came in. Look at that smile. She got overwhelmed, got excited, and uh, we just lost money. I might have to add her back. And uh, yeah, guys, it's been a pretty fantastic podcast. We had Daniel Grano yesterday. We got Hey Monia from Team Online today. Um, and we've got my man, Peter Jennings, CSU Ram 88, the, the, the absolute daily fantasy crusher on Friday. Jamie, how are you? Good to see you. Uh, Monia, she checked out. She got a little excited. Honestly, the, the funny part is we were pretty much done. You can see there's a lot of questions. You guys can still be eligible for the giveaway. Uh, we may add her back in if we can get her. But in the meantime, I'm going to queue up the giveaway. Oh, here she goes. Okay, I'm Monia, back. Monica, what's going on here? We got to walk to you. What was that? We had Jamie came in and... <sighs> And uh, we, we, you, you froze. It was, it was beautiful. It was really a moment. We had, we had a man come in and you got overwhelmed. I get it. I hope this is the only, the only part when I get unlucky around Jamie, because we will have a challenge tomorrow. So maybe tomorrow I'll have a better luck. Yeah. He was doing a a bit of uh, a bit of, a bit of scoping, just seeing if you were studying or if you were, you know, what you were doing. He's ready for that. It's going to be a big one. Um, We covered a lot. We were, we were getting ready to wind down. Anyway, I'll take about two more questions and then we're going to go ahead and queue up this giveaway again. I'm going to go ahead and load it uh, here in a second, which you guys have a chance at $55 party poker ticket. Um, He's ready. He's ready for that. Let's take two more questions and uh, let's see. Let's. Uh, what about sports? You mentioned you're active in sports. Tell me what you do. What What, what sports do you like to play and, and, and take part in? Mm, so yeah, so sport was like oh, so it was my thing for years, 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 and I cannot imagine like not doing any sports uh, these days because of the pandemic. I'm allowed to run because all the gyms are, are closed. It's just there are not many options. But uh, I've been running and I've been doing yoga a lot, and yeah, this is this is what I'm focusing on right now. Yeah, recently I've discovered a frisbee golf. Have you ever played that? Yes, I have. I have played a little bit. I saw some highlights on on Instagram from ESPN. I don't know if you saw that something like five hundred meter yard, like hole, like the ones and crazy uh-huh. shots. Just absolutely, it, it looks like crazy. a really fun deal. And get outdoors and have a good time. So I, I, I've done it maybe twice. Very, very, you know, just a little bit in, in high school. So 20 years ago, but, uh, you know, it's uh, been a while. It looks fun. So that's, 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 uh, there, is that popular where you are? Or in it's pretty popular in Vienna. There's a golf yard over here in the main, in the main park. And, uh, I've, I've seen for the first time in my life, the professional Fisbee players, which are, which look like a, a bowling guys, you know, they have a, you know, bags and the t-shirts and I was impressed to see like the techniques and how far it can fly. <laughs> yeah. Right. So that's it. You were saying. Pretty, yeah. pretty freaking cool. I'm going to take a bonus question and then do one more. Someone asked if you'll marry them. Billy Bones, he's in the chat. Billy B, Billy <laughs> BKR. She said she has a boyfriend, so it's going to be a tough get through, but I'll let her answer. She's here. <laughs> I'm not married. I'm not, but I have a boyfriend. Well, he wasn't asking if you're married. He's asking if you would marry him. Oh, that, no, that, we don't go that far. <laughs> right, that's okay. That's a no. Hey, listen, it doesn't hurt to shoot. Um, given, uh, okay, ask him about, your education in pharmacy, given the realities of the day, is this more relevant? So I saw this question about pharmacy and being a scientist and going that route. Let's just take it a little further. 
do you have any regrets or do you have any wonders or like, wow, like I love poker. I love what I'm doing. But what if I was doing the other path that I was on? Oh, obviously I have, I have those questions all the time. Like, um, I mean, it doesn't really make sense because I cannot go back. So it will not change anything. So I'm learning to just not go into this path of thinking because it's, it's, I mean, I can always go back to this. Like, it's just not like this, this path is closed and there's no way to go back. But sometimes I'm thinking like how my life would be easier if I had this regular job and, and so on. Um, but uh, I quickly shake it up and I'm just, you know, go back to my poker world, which I enjoy a lot. I, I might still like go back to some like pharmacy scientist, scientific stuff, but for now I am happy where I am. Very, very cool. And last question before we do the giveaway, COVID-19 aside, what was, is, what was or is your favorite venue to play a major live tournament? What's your best stop? Hmm. Oh, the best, 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 best one. Hmm. Oh no. Oh, it, it depends. Oh no, I don't really know. I really love the, the, I was loving all this stuff that, that were happening in Malta because I just needed to take, take, to take a walk because I was living in a city center. So that was the, the sweetest thing ever. You just live in the place where the festivals are happening. So those times were sweet. And I used to participate in something called cash game festivals. Uh, it was not a huge venue, but like I made so many friends back then. Like I believe this festival does not exist anymore, but like... Yeah, that was my favorite, favorite, favorite thing. There were regulars who were coming to every single festival and like some locals. I had so much fun. Oh, yeah, those were the good times. And where's a place you haven't gone that you would like to go? Maybe you've heard about it or just you want to go? I've never been to Thailand. And it seems to me that every everybody been there, like Thailand, Bali, like this part of the planet. I've never been there and this is on my list. I would love to go there and, and see. This is the, the part of the planet that I've never like discovered. So... Oh, and Japan. I would love to visit Tokyo. Mm-hmm. That's that's also top of my list. Those places It's interesting. I was on the way to Tokyo with my wife and a few <laughs> years ago, and then we didn't realize that she, because she's Brazilian, needed special something, which, you know, that's, I'm not, I'm not, it was pretty tilting because we actually uh-huh. flew to London, got on a plane to board to Tokyo. And as we were connecting, yeah. they like scanned and said no. And then we ended up going to Bath and hanging out in London for a week, uh, which we, you know, we've been to before. So that was kind of, kind of a heartbreaking to like be on the flight to go to mm. Tokyo and then not go. So that was kind of tough. And I do want to go uh, there. So those are very good choices. And I got to say, I love your answers. Uh-huh. You, you are dialed in. This has been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> I, I, have, I have loaded up the, the retweet we're going to download the tweets those that have retweeted asked a question are eligible uh-huh. $5 party poker ticket and you did retweet so somehow you are drawn as the winner i'm going to give five extra 55 tickets just because uh that's what we like to do you know, there's still a chance it's out of 70 retweets so one in six you know 69 to one shot here on it but let's do it you tell me when to roll it and we're going to roll it mm-hmm. roll it Roll it. We're choosing a winner. I'm sure we're running it. If you win, that would be pretty wild. Six, not, <laughs> he, did, he did not win, but we got my man right here. Giovanni CM is going to get it. I'm going to shoot him a message and he is going to win that $55 ticket. Looks like he's won one before. Some guys have all the luck. And again, Mrs. Yeah. Monica, thank you so much. We got Haymonia that was on the pod. Member of Team Party Booker Online, Jamie Staples, my man, co-captain of Team Party Online, came in, checked in. He's got a challenge tomorrow. What time can they watch you guys battle tomorrow on, on Twitch? Mm, I believe everything will start 6 p.m. Central European time on Party Booker TV and one hour before we'll be streaming on our own channels. So everything starts 5 p.m. But then at 6 p.m. we'll be live on Party Booker TV. That is awesome. And are you feeling confident? 
Yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> oh, there was so much confusion because I, I had the challenge with Courtney and right after the challenge, everyone thought that I won the challenge. And it turns out that, I don't know, we, it got counted in the wrong way. So a few hours later, it turns out that Courtney won. The day after, the technicians were still sending me congratulations. And I was like, hey, but I, I didn't win. Like, what was happening? So they were like, no, what, do you, what are you talking about? You won. So there was like, so much confusion. So, uh, yeah, so we call it the draw. So I had the draw with Courtney. I lost versus Louise. I need to write her a poem. <laughs> so I believe this is a time to actually win a challenge. So... Wow. Yep. No, I have a couple, I, if you need any help with poems, I've, I've written a fair amount. I have my website, actually a flow. I'm, I call the, on my, on my uh, profile there. So if you want any inspiration or, you know, really? lyrics, yeah, it's a little, you know, side note, I write one a year and I put it out like 2016, 17, 18, 19. I put it up on my, uh, but it's actually one of the secrets. I think the only way I got my wife is when I met her at Burning Man, I wrote yeah. her, I met her in Burning Man and then she went back to Brazil. I was gone. And then she was coming to visit me. And I wrote her 23 poems, like counting down the days. And every day I'd email it to her. And then when she arrived, I had the 20. Wow. And, and one for today, the day I saw her. So I, I have a feeling, you know, that might have You're been so romantic. I love that. I, I never had been. She inspired me. You know, sometimes you just, you know, when you know, you know. So, uh, you know, it's uh, that's, wow. that's, uh, we got a Burning Man baby. We got a little baby. And, you know, it's uh, it's just, you know, it's crazy. Life's crazy. That's like so I said, cool. enjoy, enjoy your ride. Enjoy the fun and, and not the kids aren't, but you know, do your thing, stream, travel the world, and then do your family thing. And uh, again, thank you so much. We are going to host party poker TV and, and uh, I guess we'll send them a raid and then we'll see tomorrow that you are going to be battling Jamie. I'm going to definitely tune in and, and say hello and, and good luck to you. It sounds like you need, you need this one. You got a tie, you got a loss. We need you to get going here. <laughs> yes. All right. Thank you so much Jeff, for, for having me and take care. Awesome. Thank you. This was really, really a pleasure. Give her a follow. Hey, Monia, on the socials, Instagram, Twitter. You can check her out on Party Poker, and she does have a home game on Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Central European time. Uh, and again, really a pleasure. Thank you for being here. We'll see you soon. Best of luck at the tables, and uh, I'm sure you'll be winning a major in no time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers. All right, guys. So that's it. We're going to host Party Poker TV. That was another podcast. You can kind of see the shoes. We actually got the Party Poker on the, the shoe and then the flow there's a there is a i'll show you guys on, on my next twitch stream if you can kind of see the twitch logo on the back one i got my initials uh pbf on the back and then we got super bowl sign brady ticket there and michael phelps rio signed ticket what else do we have there bill perkins books of course die with zero we got some sports cards that we there's some wax to crack and uh flow show mugs if you don't have one you know where to pick it up appreciate you guys our legend separation anxiety sal dodges i'll see you very soon this was amazing ghost of them thank you for the help the questions vadron the man and uh, we will be live on friday on twitch 1 p.m eastern with peter jennings one of the most dangerous highly regarded talented daily fantasy players and i do have action up on state kings for daily fantasy i hit an eighty thousand dollar score two weeks ago my buddy and i he, he helps he's sort of the brains behind the operation one of my very close friends one of my best friends and he just loves golf and i, I honestly think it's the best sport to sweat it's just so fun to like the every putt matters and how it works. I've done some fantasy. I'm not an expert. I will post some action. If you guys want to sweat along, uh, that is, that is something that you can, you can do. You can go ahead and, and, uh, and do that. Uh, that is, that is absolutely something you guys can do with me, but I'm not a professional. I'm doing it for fun. Although I have been profitable, maybe lucky, maybe not Won a 555, $200 buy-in for 20 K. I got second in a huge, like 13, 1300 entry for 25 K last second got beat. That was fun. And stake, stars that is a spot where you can get a piece we got 
Phil Helmuth and uh, where? Let me show you guys this real quick because this is a pretty ridiculous, um, pretty ridiculous line. They got a generous line for Helmuth in the ground. It's uh, reversed on most sites, but here you can get plus one forty-five on Daniel, who's fresh off that that battle heads up, and I think it's a, a great, great, great situation there. Uh, and you know, if you're going to bet it and you want to bet in ground, you might as well get the reverse better odds and a pretty cool promo stake stars is doing that is Philly with stake Kings and uh, appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. I am going to raid party poker TV. I'll see you Friday. I think taking off tomorrow, but I may come on to a review session and Friday will be on 1 PM live. I appreciate you guys really. You know, I hate quitting you. It's just part of my problem. I just don't like to, to do it. I'm going to put party poker TV, the raid, and I'll see you on Friday. Five seconds. That is seven seconds. Thank you for watching. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Jamie, for coming by. Uh, say hi to Party Poker TV and good luck in the, in the challenge tomorrow, man. See you. Cheers, Aguilar. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to partypoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.